for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. Everybody, we Yo. are back with a another episode of Play by Play. Boom. And it's a big Friday. one. It's a big one, man. It's Friday. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It's going to be a great show. We're talking to the man, Billy Boggus, and uh, we're going to be uh, digging deep on social media, the impacts that it can have, the double-edged sword, live by it, die by it mentality, and we want to dig deep on this subject. And that's actually something that we really haven't spent a lot of time, you know, touching <laughs> on. And so uh, definitely going to be interested to hear his take on it. And of course, on top of that, you know, we got our hack coming up. Guys, yeah. what's today's hacker hack going to be about? Well, we know 303 can, you know, be good for protecting plastics, but that's typically on the inside of the car. So yeah, we're going to be using it. Well, I should say, did you know that there's a use for it on the outside as You're well? You're insane. No, uh, if you stick around, we'll tell you guys all about it. I cannot wait to see this. I know how pricey 303 can be, so maybe it may uh, be the cheaper option. Who knows? Oh, we'll see. Um, uh, I guess we'll all learn about that. But before we get to that, I uh, mentioned that we want to talk about social media, and I think it's a great time to do that uh, with Billy Boggess um, coming on today. Yeah. Uh, with Billy Boggs coming on today, you know, he is infamous about his, um, you know, his conversations, his lives on Facebook. He has a huge following, um, you know, and it's and, and it can be divisive at times. And so, you know, we had been discussing this topic a lot and I felt like he would be a great person to interview. Um, and, you know, I got some thoughts here on it and I just wanted to, you know, kind of kind of push that out there as our, you know, as our topic here. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about social media, it can be a double-edged sword, you know? So in other words, you build your business by this, this platform, right? right? But as soon as things start to go a little sideways, if you're, if it's not handled correctly, you could die by that same sword you built your business on. Absolutely. And it might be, I mean, it's completely out of your control. It, it might not even be real what's being said about you, but yeah. you're still going to face the consequences of <laughs> the repercussions. Yeah. You know, and so like, let's just be real here recently in my life. Um, I've gone through a divorce that you, most of you guys don't know is private and it wasn't for everybody to know. Now they do. Mm -hmm. And so like, there's been things that are said, um, um, that are untrue and they're in and, and my ex-wife is using her social media presence to like portray this this thing right and we've never used our social media to push our life like i you know i don't post my house my things right. that we do you know like the kids playing sports mm -hmm. or demi at dance that's about as personal as i get sure. with my facebook um i keep our personal life out of that and she's decided to use that so so the the the, the conflict here is how do we deal with that do I go use my platform now that I've never used before to defend myself right. to, and it's lies? Or do I just let her kind of go on with her, what little bit of following she has and just, you know, that, so, so there's thought there, there's, there's, you know, questions of how you do that. And in my opinion, how I weigh that is what is the right thing to do? Right. It, do I, what's the, you know, if I respond, what, am, what result am I looking for? Does that make her stop? Well, we know that you have a little bit bigger of a following, not like it's a huge, I mean, you're an influencer, but you it's know, massive. It is pretty bigger. massive. And so, <laughs> you know, you're talking to, you know, mutual friends. <laughs> we all going to be drinking Jocko. Oh now. yeah. That's sponsored right. by Jocko, That's by right. the way. Hey, you guys said, uh, uh, detail <laughs> solutions podcast, keep your manscape. We got Jocko on board. <laughs> Love it. 
so uh, go ahead with yeah, what you're no, no. So, I mean, it's like, you know, they you're, you're going to be talking to friends, mutual friends, you know, that yeah. you guys have built up. They don't know about the divorce, whatever. So they're going to, you know, they're going to hear one side of the story now. Right. And, and you have to make that decision of, do I defend myself? Right. So, well, and here's the thing is, is, is people follow me. I, okay. Prime example. I was in my, uh, I was in my office Tuesday before all this come, before she made this post of mm-hmm. all this lies, Tuesday, um, and a customer comes in that's paying two thousand dollars for a ceramic coating on a truck. I walk up there and I'm talking to them about their truck and talking to them about specific things about their truck. And I, you know, and I was explaining how we do things. And she says, "Oh, I know all about you." And I said, "How is that?" And she says, "Well, I looked." She said, "Before I spent two thousand dollars on my vehicle, I looked you up personally." She said, "And I love." how you support other detailers and how you do these trainings and you learn all this stuff. And I'm like, this girl, this lady has looked she did at research. Up. Okay. Fast forward two more days. And if I use that same platform to then air out this laundry, like what are my customers thinking? Right. You know, so, and not to mention, like I, like I mentioned, I said, well, what is the goal? Is the goal to make her not post this thing again or, or say these things again? Mm-hmm. Well, if I comment back, I'm giving credit to what she the said. Beast right yes, there, absolutely. you can't a one side, a one person argument doesn't go anywhere. Right. You can't argue unless there's two people. That's right. You know, absolutely. And so that's that's my take on it. And in 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 a way, it's tough because I'm a man and I want to defend. And and it's mentioned in other people in my staff mm-hmm. that I want to defend wholeheartedly. Sure. But I can't, or I. It's not right to go defend on that platform, right? You know, especially when it's such nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that I fight every single day because it doesn't. I don't know if you know, I'm a true patriot. Yes. You know, yeah, I, I love Donald Trump, and I, I'm not a fan of what's going on in our country. And right. I would, you know, honestly, if I was going to say anything on social media, I would speak towards that. Yeah, but but you because don't. I know that that's not you know it's a divisive thing. I would be eliminating half of our audience if I'm sitting there so, posting Trump listen, stuff all the time. I was at IGL training facility yeah. over the weekend, and there was a very successful man in the Aegis training group that was with us. A very successful man, and we were talking about things such as this, and he said, "There's three things that you shouldn't concern yourself with, or you know, when doing business." Mm-hmm. Who someone's sleeping with, who they're praying to, and shit, there's another one. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Politics. And, yeah, and who they're voting for. Exactly. Because if you bring that up, you could potentially be cutting your audience in half. Right. What does it matter? It doesn't matter how I think or how I feel or if my divorce was based on this or that. Right. What, people don't care. They don't. You know, no. they, you know like they care. Like they, they follow me for this and what we have doing. They don't want to. Like they know divorce happens. Everybody knows divorce happens. I don't think my opinion is going to flip anybody to yeah. you know to to, the, to the right and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, but that's the that's the reason we yeah. don't do that that's because we, we know that. that it's not going to give us any benefit. You know what that's I'm right. saying? If anything, it's going to hurt us. And so it's, I'll just you know discuss that and 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 chew yeah. my friend's ears off with all of my. Well, that's what you it's know, for, absolutely. right? You know, the close ones. You don't. You know, social media, in a sense, is not designed to just go push your agenda out. Well, and it can be sure. if that's your job. Like if, if you if your job's not connected to that, mm-hmm. then, then so be it. Right. But ours is if we've used social media to build our brand, mm-hmm. then you can't use that same platform to push your personal agenda. Absolutely. And so that's something that you guys know. But there is a solution. You don't you don't feed in. Right. So she she makes this long post about me. It's, in, it's incorrect. 
It's lies. I never read it, by the way. It's, so it's, just, it's a joke. But we don't we don't have to respond. Right. Right. That's we can right. let her and in the small following that she has, you know, they can blah 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 blah, you know, whatever. Oh, that post won't reach near as many listeners or uh, will hear this podcast. Yeah, know, exactly. So. Exactly. So wanted to kind of have that intro. I felt like it was so like um coincidental that all this is going <laughs> right. on right before we're fixing to introduce Billy Boggs onto the show. I was going to say, you know, a person who has never struggled with any kind of social media backlash or anything is, is the the one and only Billy Boggs. So, um, Ethan, what do you think about bringing old Billy in with us? There goes the birthday boy. Happy What's birthday, up, well, sir. Only, happy birthday. What? Hey, hey, look at that cup. Look at that. Ah, uh, love Madison it. What's hey, Uh-oh. First form, you guys got Jocko. I got first form. Yeah, love it. Love it. Sitting there, and then I got my detail bookie glass. Dude, love it. Love it. That cup's huge. (laughs) Either either that, he's got some really tequila. It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Boggins, if y'all don't know, has the smallest hands. You know, they said Trump had small hands. No, Billy, look at that cup. That's actually a 32 ounce. So, look, man, um, obviously, (laughs) got a lot going on. Don't know if you heard the. uh, intro not mean you talk a little bit before the show um and you know i just want to go on here and uh you know talk to you a little bit about it i've got some stuff going on personally you faced a lot of attention and and some of it positive some of it negative with um with facebook social media you know being deplatformed at times just kind of jumping right in here, what kind of impact did that have? Has it had on growing your business or do you see positive or negative or, or what's kind of just the, the initial thought? Well, you know, I don't think we missed a beat, to be honest with you. I don't think we missed a beat. Now with the deep platform, if guys don't know, you know, January 6th of all days at 1109 AM, Facebook nuked mine and my wife's account at the same time as nuked it. So what that means is, Every all the content. So for seven years, I put content out there, blogs, posts, videos, training tutorials, all that stuff. Everything's gone. Photos, memories, all your memories gone. Um, I don't think it really had that much of an impact on us from a business standpoint. If anything, I think we were able to use that as ammunition. You know, I think we're going to talk about that on the podcast today. But uh, it does change your perspective when it comes to social media. Let me expand on that for a second, because here, here's why. Some of us, all right, I'm 24. I don't know how old you guys are, all right? Yeah, is that what it is? 20? I thought so. Dude, my brain had to process that. I did see. I was, I was like, like Dustin just turned 30. Damn, I feel old. <laughs> I'm 45 today, but I remember a time before social media, before the internet, before cell phones. So if we didn't have social media, no big deal. All right, I'm good. I just live my life the way it is. And there's an old saying that goes, what was it, uh, when the internet came into existence, people escaped their life to go to the web to escape right. their life. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, people are escaping the, the internet to experience life. If you look during COVID, the lockdowns, you couldn't find a kayak anywhere. Right. Boats, everything was sold out because people Boats became families time. again. Yeah. Yep. So I'm okay with that. All right. I do realize it's a necessary piece today in terms of social media. And I don't want to diminish the importance of social media because it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a B12 shot for our business. It really is. So oh, I don't yeah. know. we've, uh, we are just talking, we've hundred percent like built our business and our brand with detail well, bookie yeah. through social media. When I started easy in the detail shop, like, um, literally this is when Facebook didn't even have a business page. It was on a personal page and I, but I knew the importance of it. So like when I tell you like straight up built it off the backbone of 
social media, I, I truly did. I'm like you now. I think that that you know we could we we would not suffer that much, but we would definitely be looking for other avenues. That's the market. But but there are also a lot of people, perhaps 20, 25 years old, that they've always had a cell phone in their yep. hand. You, know? you see right. them at a restaurant. The parents got the dag on iPad in front of the kid at the dinner table. So yeah, you're up on that. So it's a it's like selling to the millennial. You know, in the in the different generations, we have to understand our sales tactics. Everything has to change. Same thing with all of this. But to come back around and answer your question, I don't think it hurt our business at all. I think it helped us. If anything, yeah, it taught me it taught me a couple of things. Number one, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't yeah. put all your content in one place. And number two, everything is subjective. So be kind of guarded about what you put on there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Billy, you've um, always, you know, been an outspoken person and and some would say you might have a, what was the polar notori- notoriety, notoriety, polar notoriety, you know, people other, either love you or they hate in you. In other words, you you've know. been divisive. Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit of divisive. So, you know, receiving negative feedback, how does that bother you or does it bother you at some point? You know, I think we all have um, emotions. I think in the early days, uh, some of the negative blowback would bother me today i've learned now because here's how the things really happen all right as you grow and expand you have more things to do <clears throat> my days are so busy that i don't have time to really focus on the blowback right, right now is it is it bullshit blowback or is it legit blowback if dustin jackson calls me on the phone and says billy maybe you shouldn't have done that i'm gonna listen to that mm-hmm. if, if billy bob's detail in spartanburg south carolina <laughs> says i didn't like I, I don't care what you think you know i'm right. gonna keep doing my deal it's yep. part of our brand too, though. You know, it we is our brand around that persona. It is. You know, I have four distinct memories of social media impact. Like, like, and and not all were negative. Of three of the four, was someone complaining in our local area about a certain portion of our bit? Like, maybe the fence looked bad there after a hurricane, or um, I this they is, ate this you is up hilarious. on that fence. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they they tried to. Then, like, you have this community that comes in and says, "Hey, this is a great guy doing great things." Our community took some dilapidated property and made a big thing out of it. Leave him alone. Well, then there was a thing about some Christmas trees that I decided to sell one year, and I did that to help another business out. This this business owner normally ordered a tractor trailer load full of Christmas trees and sold them on this property. Well, he was going to be out of town working a storm down in Panama City. And he needed to offload half of those here and uh, and, and try to sell them, try to get, unload them, really. And so we put them up for sale. And these, you know, somebody drives by and says, like, oh, man, what are they going to sell next? You know, they're selling Christmas trees. And like, but you, so these, these things that happen that get a little bit of attention, they kind of snowball, but then they just melt away, you know, and the business is still left here. All the good that we've done to get us to this point is still here. All the good that you've put out. And so whether I say something you like, or I've done something you like or not, it doesn't take away. It doesn't erase all the good that we've done to get ourselves for you to listen to me anyway. Right. Like, why would you be driving? You wouldn't be driving past my property if I wouldn't have done a lot of good to get to this point. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No. Well, Ryan said it earlier, too, you know, about being a patriot. You know, I make it no secret at all. I'm an American patriot. Mm-hmm. Um, that means I'm a Republican. I just I'm just I'm an American. I'm an American. I love my country. Love my yeah, I I'm should not. probably say I'm not a Republican either. I'm like, yeah. I'm not a, a puller of any side left or right. But we know patriotism. I mean, we love this country. Well, anytime that you take a stance on anything, you're going to come under scrutiny, you know, scrutiny, scrutinization or you know, yeah. anytime you take a stance, because most people don't have what it takes. Okay. The sack to take a stance. So if you do, 
it just kind of comes with the territory and that's okay. Like Dustin was saying, the good that we're doing far outweighs. It does any, anything that someone can take wrong. So like, how do you, when you receive criticism, how do you recover from it? What do you have? Like, or is it just like, Hey man, it's, you know, this is just with the territory. Well, you know, I text you on Monday about a certain situation, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. That's, that situation, I take it. I listen to it, right? You know, I listen right. to it. I think that's very different from some just some dude on social media that doesn't Much different. I said. Um, I'll give you an example. All right, guys. Uh, so last night I made a post. And I knew better. Dustin, I knew better. I knew better. I knew better. I knew better. <laughs> this is what we wanted to hear right here. <laughs> what I'm trying to do and what I've been trying to do, direct you know and, and post on social media just about the company and, and yeah all right you guys ready all right so yeah go ahead hit us more about the company i can because the way things work all right we got deplatformed like i said uh, january 6th 1109 um when that happens i've never even had so much as a 24 36 hour ban before mm-hmm. you know and i literally i got banned for saying hey i'll sell you uh, a box of nine millimeter shells for a house no less than two hundred fifty thousand. Because of the time ammo was spiking. Well, I got oh, you're I got kidding banned. me. I got banned for that. So that was the only thing we'd ever had. Allegedly, I think you know that's. It, it seems like that might have been just some reason to get you, but you knew you, somebody was after you. They were gunning for sense, you. Man. Yeah. So yeah. after the deplatforming, um, it what happens? Here's what happens for all the young people watching. What that does, it breaks the personal connection. The thing that ties you to a brand. When things like that happen or people report your comment or whatever, uh, it breaks that connection that you want to have with that person. Now, I'm going to go a little bit long here for a second. Just hang with me. Yep. When I was coming up in the detailing industry, okay, and I had a live the other day, I, I talked about this. There was no IDA. There was no detail bookie. There was nobody trying to help anybody. It was right. you worked in a detail shop. You might have had some light, you know, to you couldn't, you know, none of this. The Wild West. Yeah. The guy comes by in a van. To say you some chemical, he didn't know anything about detail. And if he did, he wouldn't be driving a damn van. Right. So we didn't have that. Nowadays, you have information overload and you're able to now connect with Dustin Jackson, Ryan Hagen, Billy Boggess, and, and really have a personal connection. Yep. Now what happens is as people report things and you get bans and, and all this stuff goes on, <clears throat> I have a business to run, right? First and mm-hmm. foremost, I, I don't need to be your friend. Right. I have a business I need to run to put food on the table to feed my family. If this is the direction social media wants to go, then it's going to break that personal connection and it's going to go right back to how it was 30 years ago, 25 years ago, when you didn't have a personal connection with somebody. So my example was this. And I knew better. I knew better than to do this. But last night I posted this up, like First Form Energy Drink. You yeah. know, uh, If you guys don't know First Form, it's a performance and nutritional brand. Andy Priscilla, yeah. you, know, you know, they probably don't say you BS, okay? But right. I posted that up. And all of a sudden, every detailer became a fucking nutritionalist. <laughs> like, you, you can't even do the fucking car wash show, but now you got to <laughs> And that's, yeah. that's what I'm getting at. So I get up this morning, I start taking, deleting the stuff down, not because I'm ashamed of what I posted or I need to walk anything back. It's just because what's it going to gain? It doesn't gain anything. What I'm saying is it breaks right. the connection. So I could have posted this up. We could have had a talk about sports, fitness, nutrition, whatever. But now because people, and I know this because we have 4 million people in our database pipeline, you know, throughout the world. um, I get the emails. I promise you, you can't even dilute a car wash. So, but you want to tell me how to take care of my body. Right. That's where the personal connection gets broken. 
and not to piss anybody off, but it, what happens is for me to stay on the platform that allows us to, you know, create sales, broaden our brand. I, I, just, I can't do things like that. So if you come at me and say, well, Billy, you've been kind of quiet and I've had people text me, you've been kind of quiet. There's, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Right. Well, some of you guys know me personally, both of you guys know me personally, mm-hmm. you know? So, but what you see on social media is not always what you see in person, but yeah, sometimes it's too strong for social media. So, you know, two things there. One, I feel like if you take the personal side out of it, which they're, which they are trying to do, they're trying to keep everybody in a neutral, make politically correct world in social setting, then you basically have TV commercials that run nonstop in text on a, on an app. These are commercials that we're just trying to sell you product and there's no personality and it is what it is. You can only say certain amount. And now you just have a, now you can scroll through commercials of somebody trying to sell you something. That's it. That's that. All right. Second is um, my question. Like, so how do we like, so, you know, I'm going through this personal thing that I have not mentioned to anybody, you know, outside of my very tight circle, you know, you guys knew about it, but, but it was not, so it was not on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, now that it's there, like how, you know, how disconnected, like it should my business and my personal Facebook be connected? Should people be able to judge me or, or any business owner based on their social media? And then, then do business owners judge their employees? I have an answer for you. You should get a blue check. Really, if you're an influencer and you're legit mm-hmm. and, and you're bona fide, you should get a blue check. That way, should social media or somebody report you or they want to flag you, if you got a blue check, you're confirmed. They, just, they know. Hold on. Hold on. Facebook knows if you have a blue check and you have a company, you're probably spending marketing dollars with me. Absolutely. So yep. maybe before I just nuke you, maybe I should find out why How somebody's reporting you. Right? Yeah. So I think a blue check. A confirmation of who you are, mm-hmm. you know, a public because you're a public figure, Dustin, right? Yeah, you know, I yep. think Ryan probably is to your your public figures. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think there's a different barrier there because check this out. You consider and spend 10, 15 years to build your brand, and then with the flip of the switch, be gone. Anybody, yeah. whether it's an ex-wife or, or some 18-year-old on the internet, sure. Yeah. Well, and and that's exactly what it is, you know. So they, and I think they have these computers doing the research for them, right? These oh yeah, it's all algorithms. It's all like you know keywords. You know, so it's not a human element as much as we probably all think about us. It's okay. He's been reported by you know. There's numbers involved, and then it's like okay. State farms and over nuking you. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just not happening. So right now. uh, Go ahead. Now I was going to say, so now, uh, so taking criticism, you kind of touched on it a bit, but like, you know, so, so has there been any time where someone said something, gave you criticism and you've actually taken a point from it and said, oh, yeah. you know, and then turned it around and, and. Yep. I've had people and I probably shouldn't even, I, I won't mention their names. Uh, they're not public figures, but there have been times in the past where I kind of went out there and, and uh, it's the, I, I use the Mike Tyson analogy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go up and slap Mike Tyson, good chance he's going to knock my head off. A guy on a plane learned that not too long ago. He's a bad guy, right? Well, Mike, you know, Billy's not a a professional fighter. Mike should have known better. Mm -hmm. So I kind of went out there and took a swing on some people here. It's been a couple of years ago. And I had some people that are not public figures, but they're people that are still friends of mine. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should have used a lighter tone, Billy. So that did matter. So, you know, listen, guys, I'll I'll come here and say things, but I don't want people to understand. I want people to, I do want people to understand that I listen, you know, I listen to you now. I don't, 
again, out of 4 million people, I'm limited to, you know, what we can do. But if somebody gives me good constructive criticism on how it can be better, mm-hmm. of course, I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. And, and, and that's important. And, and the way that people address it, you know, it's, it's, you know, cause everybody's got an opinion. And, and let me tell you, there's a lot of people that would have been put in my position or put in your position that you get blasted, right? You get ripped and you know something. Your immediate thought is to go, I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to address this and I'm going to answer this right now. Here's the thing is, if I answer it on my social media, first of all, the people that even know what I'm talking about are a very narrow portion of who's actually following me. So now I've confused a lot of people. If I would have went and ripped my ex-wife with the truth after she makes this post, there's guys, there's guys and, and customers that are following me. are like, what? Now, you're now better I'm, than that. You're better than that. Yeah, and I'm digging. So, so like, but but the initial reaction is like defend, defend, right? You know, you're like, are you kidding me? And so, like, it's it's tough. It's not easy. We're just we're telling these guys, like, you got, you know, it. You really have to be, you know, self control when you're in that light because it can be a double edged sword. Billy leans into it a bit. Mm-hmm. Billy uses that as okay. This is why, and and he's gained following from guys that need that extra push, Absolutely. that that rawness in a sense, you know. And so he's leaned into that. Like, I just think that, you know, there's there's two sides of that thing that, that you can go down. As well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, and for anybody watching that might watch in the future, if you're one of those guys, we have them. If you're one of those guys that see all these things going on, you think to yourself, oh, you know, I'm going to do shock faith because I want to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> that stage, when, when you get up on that stage, it's not what you see now. Right. Those of us that are in the limelight don't necessarily even want the limelight. We're in the limelight as a byproduct of the value that we brought. Absolutely. And it comes Absolutely. With a lot of responsibility. It's it's really weird when you hear people say, "Okay, I've been following you." I had the conversation with a guy on, uh, like literally on the phone before we came up here, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I've been following you for over a year. You know, listen to everything you say. I've tr- I've, I've cond- he literally said." I took what you've said and implemented it right into my shop. And I'm like, Oh my God, what all of us said? Like, you know, you start thinking like, Oh shit. Like, you know, cause, but people are listening Yeah, and no, you yeah. build this following and, and there's like, these are loyal people that, that truly live by, but look like at the end of the day, we're human too. Yeah. Like there's a time where like, you know, you go like, you get poked, you poke the bear enough, you go and get bit. So sometimes <laughs> when you get home and take off that influencer, you know, uh, a jacket and, and get back down to being, you know, like the rest of us, how yeah. does that, you know, does it come together? Well, do you feel it's, good about people have asked my wife what's it like living with billy she's like i live with the whole damn thing it's nothing (laughs) it's a tuesday guys (laughs) we wouldn't expect anything less so like uh you know talking about the average open we have a a lot of listeners here that just are getting into the business that maybe they've been in a new guy you know just under a year whatever they're listening to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy, what kind of advice if they do find themselves in the middle of a shit storm? That's what I call it. Uh, <laughs> what What is your suggestion? What's your take on that? Well, here's what I, here, all right. So on the here and now, on the here and now, uh-huh. I will tell you, uh, you know, Adam Cote told me a long time ago, he's like, you know, type out what you want to say, but don't send it. Yes, I do. I, dude, I'm the yeah. king of that. <laughs> yeah. Going forward, here's what I think is going to change going forward. And I really believe this. Going forward, things are going to, if you're, if you're a detailer or coming in and you want to learn and grow and, and run a business, I think it's going to become a necessity to go to a subscription-based platform. Mm-hmm. Right. Where only people who pay, because listen, 
if you're paying a hundred dollars a month to be part of something that's growing your business, are you going to report them? That's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, so you can't that's the direction with the censorship and all that. I think mm -hmm. it's not because we want to do it for the money. You know, hundred bucks a month is not going to change any of our lives. Okay. But sure. I think it's a barrier to entry because what happens is you break off all those people that are detrimental to your growth, both us and for the person coming in. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's no difference in like raising your prices for a detail. You change the quality of listener. You change the quality of customer. Yeah. When you ask someone to put some skin in the game, yeah. now you're here for a reason, not just to wait for me to slip up so you can blast. Like, it's like, a, okay, I'm paying to be here yeah. and I'm interested in what you have to say. I may not agree with everything. We don't all agree on everything, by the way. Like, it's just part of it. Right. But we're just mature enough to not, you know, like go at each other in it. In yeah. It. Thinking somebody's wrong and you're right. That's, that's what, it, that, that's the way people are. And I think the younger generation, they have this mentality that like, you know, they're talking about revisionist history. Right. So now there's this thing that they feel like uh, history, you know, not only the people 500, 200,000 years ago, like they should have known better, like knowing what we know now, they should have known better. And it's like, no, we were them back yeah. then. Yeah, but that's yeah. the way they're treating it. Like, you know, that's just not a way to go forward. Listen, even with growing easy in, and both you guys know what happened when you cut the fat and got rid of the customer that wasn't bringing value. Oh, it's, it's, it's immediate growth, immediate growth. And it's no, it's not like you don't like those people. It's just, that's not what's right for you at that time. And, and it doesn't make sense. Now, I, think I think there's so much noise in social media and I think that platform, whether it's subscription-based or whatever it is, is going to bring a lot more value. Because I, I was just doing uh, a live with James Ratliff mm -hmm. on, you know, on the on the uh, in ADG on the group the other day. Great guy, by the way. Great. For years, he's grown to a nine thousand square foot shop. So yeah. I think what happens is you funnel that down, you cut out all the noise for the people that they really want to learn and they really want to grow, and that's where the magic happens. It is. You know, we have like our MVP group. I mean, it is full of guys that and guys and women that want to help each other out. Mm -hmm. And it's positive. And it's, you know, it's just a it is a great uh, place to be. And and they're well, they are paying to be there. They're they customers I mean, of the yeah. software, which allows them, you know, into this private group. And, and it's and it. There is no noise, per se. It's it's questions that get answered professionally. There's people search using the search bar because they don't want to waste their like like legit. Somebody yeah. asked that said, "Let me search for this yep. question yesterday," and then they found it, and it's like, "Wow, this this works great." Absolutely. Yeah. On that, Dustin, because some guys would be like, "Well, the ADG group, you know, it could be that way." The ADG group is seven years old now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So if if we funnel that down and start kicking people out. Yeah. Then I run the risk of a two-star review or this or that. So I'm sure I, you do. I don't think the answer is that works well for you guys. You guys have a you know it's, your it was new. Pay. It's newer, yeah. It's a couple years old, and we made that decision from start that this was uh, you you know cost of entry is is the software right. You're into this private group um, where yours was more of a social platform. It's like okay, be a part of our family. And what happens? Seven years of being a part of our family, we all accumulate members we don't want, right? <laughs> you know. Like any family, but we keep our, you know, we keep it. It's our expectations and our priorities. And we make sure that everybody knows that this is a place that we're going to bring nothing but positivity. We're here for each other in the industry. You know what I mean? And to bring everybody up. And so last thing we need is anybody, you know, nitpicking and tearing people down for well, no reason. You, you know, know, it just, it's unproductive. And so it's, it's hard. Yeah. And you know, um, so I, 
Okay. Now I was going to ask you about ADG, right? So, so you've been growing the business. Uh, everything has been leading to a point, right? And and I know you've got a podcast that you're working on getting going, right? So tell me about the platform. Where do you see that going? Um, the ADG platform, I think uh, where I see it going and what we're working with right now directly, going back to my live the other day, is trying to teach guys, listen, I, I'm not going to bullshit you. We're going to have another two, three, perhaps maybe four years of tough economical times. If you want to stay in business, I've been around for 26 years. <clears throat> I've seen them come and go. If you want to stay in business, I'm, I'm trying to build ADG around whether it's 16 ounce bottles in case pricing or products that just work. I'm working to try to keep you guys in business. And, and here's the reason why if you stay in business. I have a customer. If you go out of business, I lose a customer. So aside from creating new products, and we have about seven more in the pipeline now, including a coding. Nice. But yeah. I'm not going to do it until I think it's ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. So right now, I think our focus is on staying true to our core value system. What is ADG? We're a brand from a detailer for detailers that makes product that work for you and yep. show you how to squeeze the water out of the rag. But if you won't listen, <laughs> I, I can lead you to water and show you the show you the water. <clears throat> if you snatch your hand away and run away, I can't help you. You know, and, and me and you had this conversation the other day and it's like, OK, we both provide products that we know will make you money. OK, for some reason, detailers and I don't want to say like all of them, but a high percentage of them like you really have to prove them that, that they won't just try something. They're really stuck in their way. And, and, and I think it's because it's the DIY concept, right? Like I can figure it out. I can learn it. But we're like. Like you said, you lead them to the water, but you can't make them drink. But the thing is, is we both have products that will make you money. All you have to do is try it, you know, and we're using it. We're telling you this over and over and it's frustrating. This is why I'm, I think this is where you're, a lot of the frustration comes from at times. It's like, guys, it's not that hard. It's simple. Use X, Y, Z. Do this right here and you make money. You know, so I think I don't want to call it a sales pitch, <clears throat> but my resume says this. You know, uh, I'm Billy Boggess from Brandenburg, Kentucky, a town of 25,000 people in the whole county, in the whole mm -hmm. county, 25,000 people. If I can run, operate a detailing business, the, the American Detailer Garage brand and products is derived from what I felt like the industry needed during my 26 year career. Mm -hmm. Somebody like me from a 25,000 population in the county can build an American Detailer Garage to a global brand. I mean, if somebody approached me with it, I think I would try to listen. I'm not putting shit in the bottle and trying to sell it to you. There's right. a reason for the things that we do. Yeah. And the fact that you've been there, you've been in the trenches, you know, uh, we, me and Joel LaPalm were on the phone call the other day and, you know, our common objective, we were talking and it's like, Hey, we get it. We get the the problems that you're facing. He's like, dude, that's the greatest tagline ever was like, we get it. We get it because we've been we've there. done it. Yeah, we've done exactly. It. You know, we do it every day. We walk out in our shop and there's people detail. I mean, there's guys detailing every day, all day. Like, how know. do you know the software works, Dustin? Because I use the shit every day. <laughs> every day. You know, it, it, it runs my business. How do I know his products work? Because we use them right. <laughs> every day. Like, that's how we know. And it's like, don't. Like you can, you can, uh, you don't have to learn, make every mistake yourself. Sometimes you can just listen and say, these guys have made this mistake. I'm, I'm the first to tell you, I want to help everybody. Absolutely. But you also got to admit that you get stuck in your ways when something works. It's hard to, to try something that might work better. You know, it it, it's, a, it's a rough spot. All right. So going right to what you guys are saying, mm -hmm. 
this might insult some people and, and I don't really <laughs> care. What I'm telling you is factual. All right. Mm -hmm. At some point in your career, you're either going to hire an employee or you want to grow scale or do something different with your business. What you need to do is find somebody you look up to that you believe, whether it's a product manufacturer, whatever, find what aligns with you and simplify your process. Here's why. Yep. Until you can make a duplicatable process, you're never going to hire the 20 year old, 20 year old dumb kid off the street. Nope. Right? The more you complicate things, I don't care who you buy. I know what we do. Uh, some brands put things in a bottle and just try to sell it. We try to make our stuff make sense and break the system down, build a system around it. So if you look up to somebody, we all look up to people. I look up to people. If you look up to somebody and you correspond that with a vision of where you want to go, then you take all the guesswork out rather than sitting there trying this test and this test and this test and this build the damn plan where you're going to go next. And, and I get it too, because there's people that don't use our products and I would like to get them to use our products. Mm -hmm. You know, so I understand how that goes both ways. Uh, I just happened to be, you know, a detailer from, I started in 1996. Yeah. So I've seen it from the nineties to the two thousands. So I have a good idea how the system works. Um, there's Billy Smith. Yeah. yeah. You know, listen, the, the thing you said right there, and it was a it's a mouthful, right? And the, what it is, is eliminate variables. When you talk about scaling and growing a business, you got to have it narrowed down because you're going to inevitably face things that didn't work like you thought they would. If you've got a hundred different products on the shelf and a hundred different ways to use them and another hundred people using those products, you have about a million variables there. Okay. Now, if I have a system that works where I know this works and this is what we do and this is how we do it and, and we can replicate that over and over and over and we can train people to do those things. Then when something goes wrong, we say, okay, did you do this with this and that? And if you didn't, okay, then there's the probably the problem. Then if something happened, then it's we can start to, Yes. It's, it's, and it's a, it's a no brainer, but it's got to be done. It's work to do those things. It's the repeating of processes. And, and like McDonald's, you know, no matter where you go in the world, a McDonald's cheeseburger tastes like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Except for Bangkok, Thailand, which I was at, and their burgers are awful. Okay. Well, so, <laughs> but, yeah, but you were yeah. there for the ladies, not the. <laughs> There's, the fact is, it's never been an easier time to grow and scale a detailing business. The right. problem is distractions. Yep. Right. And do you think a lot of those distractions lie online? Do you, you know, we see a lot of the detailers. They're always kind of like, it seems like they're nipping at each other, you know, and there's certain ones that are real, like, it seems like that's all they do. Right. You they're know, going it, there all the stir, time. Stirring shit up. And so what is the point to, you know, argue with those folks? <laughs> it's simple. Listen, if you want to win, buy ADG, buy Detail Bookie. Boys in us roll, baby. Right. Make money. No, you know, and it's funny, like, the, the we see the detailers. This is another thing that I think we should address about social media is we see the detailers, especially the new guys, dropping pictures of their stuff into these groups. Like this, oh, I just detailed this and I just detailed that. And dude, it's like, uh, tee the ball up and get ready to be knocked out right. of the park because these guys are fixing to rip you. And it's like, dude, you're not selling to these guys. You don't have to get their approval. They don't even... Like you're not going to get their approval, They're especially when you, you apart. when you go to their their business page and you can't find, you know, half the pictures that you see them posting in the groups. And I'm like, right. dude, you should have posted that from your business page. You should have shared it from your personal page. And then maybe if you got the time, you want right. to go show off to the guys in the detail group. That's cool, too. But right. like respect your business and do that. I'll tell you a little secret. I've done many training classes mm -hmm. and uh, not to insult anybody. That's why I won't drop names. I've done many training classes. 
And uh, you got people that want to stroke their ego. I promise you, every single time I do a training class and I ask for a volunteer. All hands go down. Yeah. yeah. So not to be an asshole, but, you know, a lot of these guys that want to flex up how great they are, you would probably get smoked. Yeah. Yeah. In reality, you know, but whatever. We're not worried about skill. Can you make money? Do you have the skill of That's, building a team? Right. You know, like being the best detailer, being the best detailer has never been a goal of mine. Running the best detailing business has always been a goal of mine. Like it's not like, OK, like it's so subjective if I'm the best detailer in the world, like because, you know, like, like how do you how do you measure that? But I know what how you measure a successful detail shop. Are we growing? Are we putting money in the bank? Are we successful? Is everybody here making more than they were when they started? Like these things matter. These are measurable, obtainable, you know, <laughs> like specific. These are smart goals. Right. You can't just I want to be the best. Well, that's great. But what makes you the best? You know, like it's so subjective. You got to be able to take a perfect 50-50 picture, you know, <laughs> with yourself most, in it. Listen, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, my parents are watching this video right now, by the way. I assure you, you know, I'm, I'm very, very skilled at what I do. Mm -hmm. They don't care. <laughs> right. No, uh, I couldn't and, pay my dad to watch and, this podcast. And, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> and by the way, this is no shot at the guys doing that because we all done it. I've done it. Okay. We've all done it. But what we're trying to get down to the we're trying to get down to the nuts and bolts of what social media should be used for within your business. Like, what are you using it for? Is it helping you? Is it helping you obtain those goals or is it dragging you down? Is it causing you headache? It needs to be looked at just like your polisher, just like your detail bookie. Yeah, you know, it's, it's another tool in your tool bag and that's it. You know what I mean? It's a way to market yourself and your business, but more importantly, your business, if that's what you're doing is running a business, it's more important to do that than market yourself. I think. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned social media. It's like, you know, there's the censorship, the opportunities for them to unplug you. What, what other avenues do you use or, or do you have things coming up? Like you're like focusing on outside of social media uh, to, to advertise specifically. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was talking to my buddy James Ratliff the other day. We have, uh, was it Mo Mopardy, Mopar, a big Mopar yeah. event. Mm -hmm. yep. We got the, uh, what they call it, LS Fest. So I think what we're going to do going forward is maybe tap into some of our local big car shows. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Tap that, that local market. You know, that's how Adam started. He started really? on the shows. Now, I don't, listen, guys, uh, I like cars. I don't love cars. I love business. Yeah, they I learn how to grow. So I don't want to spend my entire weekend at a car show. But if I'm looking, going back to the whole social media aspect, if social media went away tomorrow, what would I do? You know, of course, we focus on email newsletters. I send those out once in a while. Sure. But I think focusing more on your local market and realizing, once again, going back to the egocentrical detailer, the average person I talk to on the street, I know more about detailing than he'll know in his entire life. And he has a car collection. Right. Right. That base. You know, I, I, I proposed the question yesterday after all this was going down. And and I'm like I said, I, by the way, I'm probably giving her even more credit just by mentioning it because it fell in deaf ears for the most part. But like what does the person now that's seen this post that says, oh, OK, Dustin got a divorce. I need my car detailed. I'm not going to go to him because he's divorced. Like, no, like I, I, that plays no part in, unless they're directly involved, like her grandmother may not come here, okay? Um, but she never came here to begin with, right? <laughs> you know, so a heart specialist if they got divorced, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, like, and, 
Like if I'm dying and then like and the surgeon just you know he's like well, yeah yeah open me up I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> you solve my problem. Yeah. Can you solve my problem. I have a problem, and I think this is where we need to go in our industry and perhaps even out to the public. Problem solution. That's it. That's it. Now, Billy, uh, you've kind of mentioned that you might be moving soon, huh? You're taking a uh, thinking about moving a little <laughs> bit further down south in Kentucky. Well, you know, uh, Mobile is number one on my map, or, or you know, nice. North Mobile. I suppose it's called Sarah. What? Sarah Land. Sarah Land. Come on, we got room for you. So, and I know you guys are going to ask me if we're going to go to SEMA. So let's just do two birds with one stone. Yeah, Love it. But we're not going to SEMA this year. Uh, my wife obviously works a job. Sure. She has a limited amount of vacation time, and we're so focused on the direction we want to go going forward that instead of going to SEMA. We want to take that time and go to Alabama. So I'll be down there in Alabama. I am looking to relocate American Detailer Garage and the company to yeah. South Alabama. It's my number one pick. Man, we are uh, we welcome with open arms. And you know, like me and you've had many talks um, about this and and you know the opportunities and what we can do to help. But you already know we're there for you, man. We'd love to see you this way. I think that it just you know it makes sense, and and we'd love to see you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about events. Um, like we talk about SEMA, we talk about mobile tech, uh, SDC and things. It's important for these detailers to experience these things. I'm not saying you go to every one because it is a cost and you had to weigh that cost. You say, what, what's right for my business, but to, to go to these things and do something, it really gets you out of your, your like rabbit hole, you know, and it puts you out in front and where you can meet, these suppliers and meet these and test and, and 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 I'm a hands-on kind of guy when it comes to products and and tools. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to see you face to face when we're buying. Yeah. And it gives you that opportunity. I, I, Billy, I think you kind of agree that that's, it's important that these guys try to make it to some of these to learn these things. Oh, guys, I've been saying this for a long time. If, if you're a detailer on social media and you've been on the fence about going to an event and maybe. Uh, perhaps you're apprehensive about going to an event because of what you see on social media. Sure. I guarantee you when you go to an event in person, it's nothing like what you see on social media. And I'll also tell you that people on social media starting fires and starting shit, they don't come to events. I can't tell you right. how many times somebody's told me, well, I'll see you at mobile tech. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come. So if you want to hang out with really good people, yeah. mobile tech expo, the SDC, or yep. two of the, I think it's better than SEMA. Because oh, it is. It is. Season, you don't get a chance to talk to Dustin Jackson or really yep. me because we're so busy. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's specific. You have that. And then I'll also say this, just spoiler alert, you know, and that's something that we'll talk about, Dustin, but uh, I'm mm -hmm. looking at American Detailer Academy. Yeah. Looking at doing my own training program. Yeah. So if you want to learn how to plug and play these things, go to Mobile Tech Expo Orlando, SDC, mm -hmm. Kentucky, uh, and then maybe some of these training events around the country and mm -hmm. really meet the people because once again, our investment is seeing you grow and build. I'm not trying to sell you a product. You're going to buy it anyway. Right. But I want to see people win. I want you to see that what you see online is not what you see in person. You know, I think it's it's funny because you mentioned it like these guys may be intimidated because you watch these groups and you think that social media is giving you a glimpse <laughs> into what, you know, small sector of our industry is when you go to these events, dude, it is like family. Yeah, it's like you, you know, we, we're all, I mean, the, most of the suppliers, most of the guys that are there are all buddies. We're all happy to be there. We're happy to see detailers there. It's a fun thing. You know, we go out and hang out that evening. Go ahead, Billy. Let me add this too, because mm -hmm. when we came back from SDC this year, I had multiple messages. Mm -hmm. Hey brother, I saw you. I wanted to come up and meet you, but it looked like you were busy. I didn't want to bother you. 
please come bother Dude, me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Introduce my yeah. Introduce yourself, please. Uh, yeah. The last thing I want to do. That's yeah. that's exactly what I tell everybody every year when we're getting in front of it. Go up to these, you know, dude, we are just like you. Yeah. You come up here, man, oh, yeah. you know, talk, introduce yourself. Let's talk business. I want to hear about your shop. I want to hear about things that's going on because guess what? I learn as much from you as you're going to learn from me. And that's because I'm open-minded and I want to hear your story too. It, 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 it's valuable to me to hear what your, you know, what your struggles are, what you got going on. That's what makes it great. Yeah, absolutely, man. I yeah. love it, dude. Uh, we're going to have a great time at SEMA. We're going to miss you there. Yep. Um, hopefully I get to uh, meet Greg Masterson finally. I hope he's got a, a booth there. We um, do. He's a good, I know him personally. He's a good dude. Right. right. That's all I've heard. And I, and I'm definitely excited to get to, you know, Ryan's been a fanboy uh, for a long Since time. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and we, you know, we had him on the. You podcast. and Greg yeah. ha have a little bit of similarities, right? So what you guys have both, you know, notoriety. Greg had, uh, you know, he the way he markets his products is genius. I mean, you're speaking to twenty to forty year old guys, so why wouldn't you use what twenty to forty year old guys are into? Yeah. You know, it's just it's brilliant. The day we officially launched American Detailer Garage as a company, that very day, I don't even know how you got my number. Greg Masterson called me on the phone. Wow. That night I was shocked. I'd never talked to him before. Congratulated me. Uh, the Greg Masterson that I know in person is, is not what you see online. Exactly. He has to play his role online, uh, but, but do not uh, get bamboozled. The man's a professional. Judge. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I believe that a hundred percent, you know, we all kind of have a facade that, that you have to put up just like, you know, I've kept my personal life separate mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, from social media. And so we all, you know, you, you have your real, but you know, it's a version, right. Yeah. And especially when you talk about marketing and content and things like that, you are positioning yourself in a manner that, you know, it is you, but in a sense, it, it, there, it's a different. You're showing it's the a, trying to show the best side yeah, of you. It's a version, and so you know these guys that sell out and they think, okay, this is what this you know this is a hundred. You know there, there there are times where it is, and there's times where it isn't. So, Nelson, um, Nelson, you know where I was last Sunday, and I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. Gonna, oh yeah. 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 I assure you that day, we were just human. Yes. Didn't talk about any Something. of that stuff. No. And it was right. a great time. Well, how much of this matters outside of our, our industry? You know, like, like guys, I mean, like real world problems are not what polish are you using on, on this car? Like, it's just not real world problems at the end of the day. Well, I was just talking to my buddy Michael Butts called me this morning. To that's my buddy. Hold on. Right? That's my buddy. Oh, yeah. that's my buddy. <laughs> we were talking this morning. I said, Michael, I said, you know, uh, listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a polish collector too, okay? But we got to focus on building the business first. Listen, I'm my daughter's grown and gone. I got a grandbaby. Yeah. If you're raising kids at home, I assure you, let me promise you this. 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7, I didn't have the money to mm -hmm. buy all this stuff. I was raising a family, working my butt off. All right. So if you're coming up, those shiny objects are always going to be there. In fact, they're probably going to get improved. Version 2, version 3, version 4. Mm -hmm. Go out there and learn how to make some money make your family proud. I'll talk about faith, family, fitness, and finance. Conquer all four of those. And if you do, the trinkets and toys will always be there. They will. 
They will. And you build the relationships. So how you come off the other side of the sword is you build the relationships organically. You, you, yes, you can bring in the leads through social media, but you build that relationship personally. So therefore, if they flip the switch, that customer still understands who you are and what you're about. And it's not just a picture or a video on a screen, but you are a real person that does real business that they can come back to regardless of Facebook says you're, you exist or you don't. That's right. And so it, Getting your well, I own. I think that's how we survive the deplatforming. It right. is. Oh, it is. It's, it's this relationships, real relationships, not virtual, you know? And so, yeah, I was just going to th- say that you're not a real detailer unless Flex is giving you an engraved uh, red beast. You know <laughs> what I mean? Shout out Mike Phillips. Uh, yeah. You know, I got one. <laughs> With your name engraved, mine, oh, no, mine's, mine's probably lost in the mail. I'm sure. It is. Yeah, right with mine. Uh, <laughs> no man, listen, dude, it's it's always fun. Billy, you got anything else you wanted to throw out there, buddy? I know we talked about a lot. We covered a lot of ground here. Uh, anything okay. else on your mind? Yeah, I hope that people watch this podcast and realize that we're not spotlighting the negative. What we did decide no. to do that was spotlight because I told us and I said, man, I don't want softball questions. Let's do hard questions. Yeah. And really tackle things that people really in the back of their mind want to know. So I hope that you listen to the podcast and don't think that we were hitting on the negative. What we're doing is shining a light on the ugly part that nobody wants to talk about. And it's never That's been absolutely. mentioned. And I've never been asked on any other podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. And same with me. You know, I've kept all this private. I handle everything kind of behind the scenes. And my staff does a great job of keeping anything that could be twisted negative in, in staff. So by me opening up to this, I did, I, you know, what me and you talked about is exactly what I did. I wanted to, I wanted it all out there and let's talk about it because these are real problems like this. What I'm going through is an issue. And what you go through on days that where it's not going to great are issues that you have to resolve. It just all on how you respond to them is, is everything. And that's what guys, if you're, if you're on social media and you're using it to advertise and you're using it to build your business, you need to prepare yourself for when the shit storm happens uh, what are you going to do? Number one advice, don't drink and Facebook. <laughs> you can after a certain hour. Just don't make it like this. It's just like drinking and driving, dude. You got to get good at it. You know, so. No, right. I got one final yeah. question for Dustin. Yeah, we're talking about energy money. drinks and things like that. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Ryan yesterday on the phone. And I was like, he's like, you need a Ryan Hagen. I'm like, so all night long, I've been trying to figure out how to get him fired. Okay. I have a better idea. If we give him some more Jocko fuel, do you think we can pump 20 more hours a week out of him? Dude, yeah, probably. (laughs) I don't think I get 40 anyway. So, (laughs) no, I'm just playing. I'm playing. But he tells a different story, by the way. He 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 really says that. uh, that you, you know, you're chasing him. I think at the end of the day, he's, he's planting the seed over here. So, <laughs> well, nah, Ryan's, listen, I, I jank on Ryan all the time. It's a fun, it's our relationship. You know, that's just who we are. Um, he's got a great sense of humor. We get each other, but dude, when it comes down to it, he can get down. He relates to these guys. He wants to help our industry. And this is not bullshit that he wants to generally genuinely help everybody. And that's why he is so good at what he does. And that's why you want him and you won't get him. <laughs> guys, guys watching the podcast. If you've never met Dustin or Ryan, I'm going to tell you something right. Dustin's not going to tell you. So I might as well tell you he runs multiple companies. He has one hell of a team second to none. Nothing like I've ever seen. Ryan is like, man, I, I can't say things publicly, but I'm telling you, what you see is what you get. If you're not with Detail Bookie, you need to look into them. 
because you're dealing with first class people, man. Thanks, These man. Are awesome friends of mine, dude. That uh, that, that I appreciate that. You can't see him, but it puts you. Yeah, on I was about to say it too. I saw you look down. And I, like, I love you, me. brother. As always, we're gonna jump off uh, here, but appreciate you. Appreciate your honesty, Thank your you, rawness, brother. man. Love Thank you, brother. You. I'll talk to you later. See you soon. See you. Guys. Take it easy, bro. Ah, that's so awesome. That. I know. Dude, that, I'm man. over here too. It's cool. So. cool. It feels good. It does feel good. It felt good to get that. You know, like like to not cover so much all the time right. and just just like it feel good to get some stuff out right yeah, yeah. so we're gonna have a great weekend dude it's yeah we are awesome, yeah we are so this would be a great time for Michelob Ultra if I wasn't drinking I mean oh, if I was that's drinking, right you're not was, drinking I'm not oh. drinking I got 45 more days dude Dude, we need to get a Michelob Ultra sponsorship. I think that's who we need to go after. They're probably upset with me right I now. Know, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Probably, they got to get you back in the they, game. They've cut the, <laughs> they've cut the staff back at the at the, dist- at the um, distillery <laughs> for 32 hours a week. <laughs> so, well, man, listen, we've had a lot of fun with Billy, and, yep. and now it's time to get down to what I'm sure all of you stuck around for. It's yeah, today's Ethan. Right, God, that was perfect. Uh, 303 is often used to protect uh, plastics, but yeah. that's usually on the inside of the car. Did you know it also can be used on tires, Dustin? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> Go ahead. What time is it, Chris? Three thousand years of of uh, of protection. Yes. Bro, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I don't think it gets any better than that. No sling for three thousand years. years. Three oh three is the bomb. No, it's a great protectant. You know, listen, it does cost. It, it's expensive. It's um, more expensive than tire shine, though. It's more expensive than tire shine, but it's a true protectant. It doesn't sling. It's got a nice matte finish mm-hmm. to it. Um, it's a great product. We've used it on our boats. Let me tell you where it's really good is boat seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Mold prevention. Uh, it's got the SPF in it. You know, nice. it's like sunscreen right. for your seats. It does good. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's um, it's a great thing. That's you know? right. So today's detail bookie play by play brought to you by 303. 303. And uh, what is this? Jocko. We got Jocko name? sponsored so us. I'm this, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm doing this Ironman in 45 days. And my trainer, I was looking for some, you know, like an afternoon energy drink because that's when, like when I, like my crash is like one or two o'clock. I want to eat candy. I want to get some sugar. You in. do love some candy. I love some candy. And then they're cutting that out because I'm trying to drop 10 pounds. And uh, so he's, he he hooked me up with this. And let me tell you, it tastes about like you would think a nasty energy drink would taste. I think it tastes great. It tastes just you like, like a Red Bully. That's fine. Oh, man, it's, it's fine. fine to me. All right. So anyways, listen. Next week's show, we're starting a new, we're starting oh, a whole yeah. new series. So it's a whole right? new series. Uh, by far my favorite series that, yeah. that we did up to date, you know, and we're going to be revisiting that with okay. uh, Detail Bookie MVPs. Yeah, and MVPs are people that are using the software every day. We're going to make a post into our private group where all the, you know, the paid uh, users are. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask for people that want to come on the show. This gives us a chance to highlight detailers that are actually using the software. We don't care. It's not a push product kind of thing. It's like we want to hear about you. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about the software. We're just yeah. going to talk about the detailers that yeah. happen to be using it. So every day out mm-hmm. and out 
in the business, right? Yeah, and it's going to be great. It's just an opportunity to to shed some light on some detailers, guys. You know that that may not have a platform yet that mm -hmm. are that they're using, and it gives us a chance to put them in that and then talk to them, hear about it. So I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it as well. And if you're looking to grow your business, you can always look us up uh, on your favorite podcast listening area. Um, that's going to wrap it.